Welcome back yet once again to another episode of What the Fumble. Did anyone here notice that I was so excited about hitting you guys with back-to-back intros full of bad roper puns that I mixed up the episode titles? After listening to episode 46, Potion of Superior Bleeding, you probably thought to yourself, gee, that's kind of weird. They didn't even make a potion reference in that episode. So you have my sincere apology for the mix-up, people of the internet. Luckily, though, the Roper fight is over, so you don't have to bear witness to any more puns. As tempting as it may be, I refuse to cave in this week. It's time for my bad puns to go into hibernation for a while, because the last thing I want to do is put myself in a position where I have to bite and claw my way back into your hearts. So enjoy episode 48, A Screeching Halt. Colin, how's your week been? So good, you know. Um, I couldn't help but notice this fresh box of Tim Hortons donuts uh, waiting in front of my chair when I got here tonight. What? Who's to say who brought those? Um, Excuse me while I sip this nice iced coffee I got for myself that I totally... Please don't kill me, Justin. Mm. You're also sporting a trilby. Yeah, no, I need all the all the luck in my corner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured I could seduce you, and yeah, you yeah, wouldn't yeah. you just wouldn't be able to bring yourself. Got, Colin's got on a real life badass trilby. Mm-hmm. It's nice off white gray stripes. Yup, it's got a little uh, Canada flag pin in the side. Definitely, because I mean. I uh, I got it as a souvenir when I was uh, traveling abroad, so I needed to know. I needed all of the uh, just Europeans to know that Canadians were super cool. You're uh, welcome. Did you travel to Barcelona? If you're really going to uh, lean into the tourist uh, stereotype, yes, there, but? yes, uh-huh. I did. No, I. You say it uh, now that you're back, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Well, that's uh, good. It looks. It seems like you had a nice. Uh, Stress-free week? Yeah, no. Um, it's good. Yeah, where are we? We're uh, we're halfway through the long rest, right? No, we're uh, uh, middle of a bear fight. Uh, I oh. had a pretty pretty stress-free week too, <laughs> honestly. So we have that in common. Hey, I'm glad. Week you, was. You know what? You look like you've had a really stress-free week. Really relaxing. It like, was really great. Yeah, you're I, looking extra fit today. Oh, thanks, man. Um, yeah. Colin, you're so far up Justin's ass and give him an ear check. Like, Jesus. <laughs> Your ear's very clean. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you yeah. very much. Uh, I just spent uh, a worry-free afternoon just kind of hanging out. I was watching some YouTube, came across this one video. Not sure if you guys have seen it, uh, but it's called uh, Top 10 Most Savage Bear Attacks. <laughs> have you seen that one? Um, funnily enough, No. Uh, because bears are all gentle giants who would never harm someone who slashed them in the face with a bone saw and then elbowed them in said slash. That's not what it looked like on the video. Just saying. You ever seen like the way a bear rips into a salmon's flesh with ease to get to like the juicy belly parts? 
No, not yet. I mean, yes, they're very incompetent at it. Bears they, are. There's something, man. They they really are. I saw there was one clip where this bear, like, he swims across a river that's like a half mile wide. <laughs> and you'd think that at the end of that giant swim that he'd be exhausted on the other side. But he's not. He totally, like, chases down a caribou afterwards <laughs> and savagely mauls and eats it. <laughs> oh, no. Um... Is it? This would be a good time to remind our viewers at home that a bear is omnivorous, and ninety percent of their diet consists of twigs and berries. The other ten percent, though, <laughs> consists of PCs. <laughs> consists of Tess is going to look like Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Does he survive? He survives, right? He makes it out. Well, hey. who knows? Don't want to spoil it. <laughs> who knows? The dice will tell. The <laughs> dice will tell. If Tess dies, does Colin get an Oscar? <laughs> Did he get an Oscar for The Revenant? No, if, if, if Tess dies, uh, she gets a Simon. Oh, oh, no! <laughs> oh, man. Man. It's too bad you can't get inspiration in the banter, damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie. I spent a lot of time, maybe a little too much time, thinking about what this bear would do right now. I've been trying to get into the bear's mind. Is it going to cosplay as a little black rain cloud? Nope. Fuck. Nope. Uh, Trilby looks great on you, though, buddy. Thank you, m'lady. Uh, <laughs> God. <laughs> I'll just roll up a new night. character now. <laughs> Back to the bear. Back to the bear problem. You guys, you've hurt the bear a lot. The bear is a lot less confident that it can kill all four of you now. But... Linara, Slash, and Lustra are all 30 or more feet away from the bear right now. Tess is right next to it, lying on the ground, unconscious. So, here's what I think this bear is going to do. It's this turn. Three of you have backed up, essentially running away from the bear, which I think the bear perceives as an act of submission. Oh, no. But... Uh. I mean, then, you know, whether it's sort of an act of dominance or maybe it's just the bear making sure that its next meal can't run away, this big old cave bear is going to let out a growl in the direction of the three of you that are still standing, and then it is going to savagely rake its claws across Tess's back. Oh, God. So I'm going to roll some d20s. And Bartholomew is going to roll two natural ones. Bartholomew, huh? Yeah. If I get two nat ones, this bear's name will be Bartholomew. Woo! Okay, there's a chance. (laughs) But I've got advantage here because you're unconscious, you're on the ground. Here's the real bad news. So not only do I have advantage, but if I hit, it's an auto crit. And it's two failures. Yup! Two. Yup! So let's see if we start this week off with Tess at two failures. Advantage. Five to hit. Eh? Plus. Oh, man. I, no, it's not a good, it's not a good, oh, man, Colin. Oh. I thought it was because on the, on the die, it's not that great of a number, but this thing has a ridiculous plus uh, a ridiculous modifier. It's a dirty 20. Shit. When it's all said and done. A dirty 20. 
somehow my unconscious body doesn't dodge. <laughs> Tess takes two death save failures. Like a bunch of blood vomit just comes out her mouth, mm. starts pooling in the midst of her back blood. But the bear is not done. Bear's not done. Bear has multi-attack. Oh, shit. And with all of you 30 feet away, and its dominance now displayed, I kind of think the next step for this bear is to open its jaws wide, lower those sharp teeth towards Tess. But instead of rolling to attack, this time it's going to try to roll to grapple you because I think this bear would want to drag its next meal to a safe place get away from this situation because it's pretty hurt convince you guys are running away from it and so I'm going to try to drag you away great I think I auto failed oh right it's a grapple yes you're absolutely right you're absolutely right shit I thought it was going to be a uh, attack roll, but you're right. Yeah, I'm I mean, just I can grappling. totally. <laughs> you don't have an extra thick neck. No, I have an extra thin neck. It's got scars and shit. Oh yeah, it's all oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> you've got some issues. I rolled uh, just in case, and either way, unfortunately, like I rolled a dirty twenty again. Yeah. Uh, but I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm almost positive. You're right. It's just a contested yep, grapple that you auto fail because you're unconscious. Hey, you know what? Though that was money well spent on those donuts. I just—I <laughs> didn't start the session dead. I love that he loves his twenties the same way he likes his martinis. Killing Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, um, I'm going to start drinking now. So the bear's massive jaw and bites down on Tess's leg and starts to drag Tess away from all of you. It's taken its lunch, and it's leaving, now convinced that you guys are all running away from it. Time to get to a safe place to eat. It manages to drag Tess 20 feet away. Mm-hmm. And that is going to bring it to Lenara. Well, fuck. Mm. Yeah. If I remember right, Yep. Potion in hand and within running range of Tess, but no longer within range of Tess. So what to do? Super difficult to toss it in her mouth. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. We've been tossing vials of alcohol at vampires for a while. Maybe you're proficient by now. Yeah, maybe. That's just, I feel like we should maybe lay the stakes out here. Oh, God. All of you are going to get a turn before it gets to Tess. The bear just went, so all three of you still sin and get a turn before Tess has to roll a death save. But if it gets to Tess and she fails her death save, Tess is dead. Gone. Or she rolls a natural 20, kills the bear, and glares at all of you. Yeah. I... The bear also, I know it's been a week, so I'll remind you, you guys have done a decent amount of damage to the bear. Like, it's, you can tell that it wants to back away from the fight, but it's bringing lunch with it, because it thinks you guys are, are essentially backing away, too. Uh, so the bear's really hurt, if I don't know if that makes a difference or not in your decision-making process. 
But this is a tough call, no matter how you look at it. For Lenara, it's that make or break of even if Tess has enough blood in her to have that extra bit of blood to last for her to do anything else that extra heartbeat is not enough for her to risk it so she is now gonna dash right up to the bear going straight at its face that healing potion still in one hand and just speaking in her best equivalent of bear just shouting things at this creature (laughs) as she's running up uh, trying to make herself a threat Oh, like waving the potion in its face, almost like a torch kind uh, of no, thing. No, she's she's gonna she's pulling a Heisman with the trophy. Actually, uh, with the, <laughs> the, she's got the potion very much gripped in one hand, and it's bite anything else in me. I'm keeping this potion, and heaven forbid the heavens, but mostly the dice, uh, put everything in my favor for the next six seconds. This potion's going in tests and Lenara will risk everything and if anything uh, if the bear wants to run I'll, I'll pull a dagger so I can at least get an opportunity attack yay and I'll end my turn smelling bear flesh and going hi Tess oh no wait you're, you're unconscious oh, man right up by that bear you get right up in the bear's face but also right up next to Tess Oh boy, Lustra, that brings the decisions to you. I'm going to move up 30 feet, and it moved 20 feet back, so... It's 50 feet away from you right now. Yeah, so I'm going to close it so I'm 20 feet away from it, and I'm going to try and take it down. I mean, I don't have any healing properties on me. We have to take it down. Now the question remains, do I try and do sharpshooter or not? I mean, I'm still going to charge up that force damage regardless. And no, I need to I need to have this hit. It looks damaged, so I'm not doing sharpshooter. I'm going to take up my longbow, start running. I'm just going to start screaming all bloody murder at this bear. And I'm going to go and charge that up and take a shot. That's going to be 17 to hit. That is definitely a hit. Oh, okay. on the cave bear. Please that's eight force damage this is one of those moments where like it's honestly kind of hard to believe that you guys just keep doing this but it had eight HP oh Oh my god and with uh, exhale it just drops to the ground Tess's unconscious body uh, is let go. The bear is dead, but Tess is still on the ground, still very much an issue. Seconds away from maybe dying. Can you do anything else? No, it was bonus action to get the force damage. Action took my shot and I moved. I'm done. But you killed the bear. I killed the bear. You killed the bear. Literally eight points left. <laughs> oh. We'll have to go back someday and count how many fucking times you guys have done that. Precision sniper, man. It is insane. It used to be Merlin, but yep, now that, you're Yeah, it's going to be sniping. me now. I'll, 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 take it, I'll take up that mantle. It is a good, uh, a good mantle to take up for sure. 
Slash, you are the only thing between Tess and perhaps her last role of the campaign. <sighs> Disney whispers. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so I can definitely dash to get next to her, but to administer the potion is an action, correct? Correct. But I'm using my action to dash. Yep. Yep. I can't stabilize her. You're not. You're it's not an action to stabilize her. Yeah, you're not two two levels barred, one level rogue, bud. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Ah. Fuck. Oh. Oh my like, goodness. Oh, no. Is a oh, bear man. gonna do this? The spirit of Merlin lives on. You're out of all your inspos and stuff too, but like those are also like a can you hear it thing. So like your death save is like. Yeah, no, I'm out of inspos. I'm out of inspos. I'm out of spell slots. Cool. I literally only have my gear on me, and throw that on her. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And the bear is dead. Like literally, the only threat left is the clock. Attack the clock! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all Slash can do is just hoof it next to Tess. In the event that you know she manages to save on her death save, I mean, I suppose you know you would just administer the potion. But Slash still hurries over. Looking uncharacteristically worried, just sort of, you know, his his eyebrows sort of, you know, furrowing and, and quivering for a moment, and he seems a little bit sweatier and, and you know, actually kind of frightened for a moment. Um, the bear was going to tie up Tess. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but he, he runs over, he uses his full action to dash over next to her, but that's all he can do. That's, that's all he can uh. do. <laughs> oh my <Shit>. god. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Shit, buddy. Hey, I'm not worried. You're worried. I mean, I can't <laughs> think of a reason why, like, now I kind of feel bad for making it claw attack <laughs> your back. But, like, I really feel like that's what a bear would have done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even if it was trying to, like, pick me up, it's, like, it probably just, like, try to roll me over and the claws would tear out my stomach anyway. It's not like it's right? a dexterous little beast. Yeah. That or use you as toilet paper. Sorry, I've seen a lot of Charmin commercials lately. Uh, <laughs> wait. <laughs> what? I think I might have a plan. What? <laughs> I'm not sure how this works in terms of the action economy, but I might still be able to do it. What? As a racial feature, I have suggestion. If I give a suggestion... <laughs> Don't die. To... No, 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 no. <laughs> To Lenara, oh, to administer the potion. Yeah, Wait, I, you I don't, could, could would they would have to use their reaction? I don't know. It's either their action or the reaction. Command is their action. What's the read the read the? You suggest a course of activity limited to a sentence or two and magically influence a creature that you can see within range that can hear and understand you. Creatures that can't be charmed are immune to this effect. Oh shit! You're an elf, though. You're immune to charm. No, no, no she has resistance. I have resistance. resistance. Right. Um, but the suggestion must be worded in such a manner as to make the course of action sound reasonable. Asking the creature to stab itself. Da 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 da. The target must make a wisdom saving throw on a failed save. It pursues the course of action you describe to the best of its ability. But I page two seventy nine PHB. I think it's in the. Uh, I do it on my turn. Not. Yeah, I, it, it says no nothing. Reaction. It says nothing about taking a reaction. Yeah, it pursues the course of action you describe to the best of its ability, which I'm probably already doing yeah unfortunately so that's yeah. yeah damn it hey worth worth a check worth a check never mind that's i got nothing yeah. fuck buddy <laughs> <laughs> fuck buddy hey 
Yeah, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I'm sorry. I feel like this is what the bear would have done. No, that's... I that's feel like this is what the bear would have done. Very fair. Maybe there was honey in my spine. You know? <laughs> cerebral spinal honey. I... Yeah. Oh, no! It's a cerebral vampire bear! <laughs> I tried. I tried to give you an out by <sighs> not doing the multi-attack, right? I could have just though. destroyed you. Hey, you even rolled that. Like, I would have just been straight up dead, so... You know, I'll... You 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 get you put the you put my death in my own hands. Do you have inspiration in anything at all? Uh, I I think I used it in the Roper fight. Um, have I mentioned just how dreamy your eyes are tonight? <laughs> that trilby is really nice. It is a pretty badass trilby. I'm just saying. What kind <laughs> of horror campaign would this be if I gave you inspiration right now? I tell you what, yeah. if you're alive in six seconds, you can have inspiration. You know, you know, <laughs> I'm thirsty for that inspiration. I'm not scared. I'm not scared at all. I sincerely wish you the best of luck. We need a 10 or higher on this D20. Come on, baby. Good luck, buddy. That's 11 20ths of a chance for me to be completely <laughs> fine. Oh, I would miss Tess. I like Tess. Yeah, you didn't miss Tess with the bear, Justin. <laughs> 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 All right, enough, 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 enough. Sixteen! Yeah! Oh, my God. Wait, I can't see it. Oh, it's just a big... There it is. Oh. Oh. oh, wait, no, it's a two. I guess. <laughs> I guess. One second, I'm just going to poke. Justin, have you seen this yet? <laughs> I believe you guys. Right. Oh, I trust my, my players. Oh, oh my oh, goodness. Throwing my Trilby in uh, victory. Oh. Trilby got thrown into the air like a graduation cap. I also am pretty sure I hit my mic with that, so I'm a I'm sorry, audience. And Justin. That is quite the sigh of relief. Oh my, oh my goodness. God. Oh my goodness. Oh buddy. But you know what? What? Two fails, one success. Who's to say that we don't come back around again? Potions could be dropped. <laughs> Medicine checks failed all around. <laughs> yeah. We've done it before. You never know what could happen. <laughs> oh, man. Lenar, what do you do? Oh, she's alive. I'll end my turn, right? And is yeah. that how it... Still struggling for life, <laughs> but not yeah. dead. Starting on my life. You've got this, Tess. I believe in you. You've <laughs> got this. One second. Let me put this potion down so I can cheer you on better. You've got this. Slash reaches out a hand to let me administer the potion. <laughs> no. Lenar <laughs> <laughs> is going to slap Slash's hand away. Uh, oh, no, that's your action. <laughs> oh, darn. T T <laughs> that's object interaction. Not fair. I don't see Slash's people. <laughs> You healing Tess? I'm healing Tess. What are we rolling up? 2d4 plus 2d4 plus 2. Okay. Do you want to roll it? Do you want me to roll no, it? Do you, you want to roll, roll one each? Aww. No, you got this. Okay. That's seven life-saving points of healing. <sighs> and we're out of initiative. Bonus action, I stab Tess. <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah, Tess's eyes sort of like... They flutter open in a wince, and they, like, she she looks up at Lenara's face, and there's, like, a little look of confusion on her face. Like, she's looking at, she's not seeing the person she expected to be there, and 
you hear shattered glass, and then you can feel free to make a resisted grapple check as she <laughs> tries to hug you so fucking hard. Resist I ain't gonna that resist shit. that shit. <laughs> oh, no. Fine, <laughs> let's do a nice scene, a nice hug scene. We'll just snuggle on the dead bear, it's fine. <laughs> Get a bearskin rug, it's cool. <laughs> nah, like, she, she reciprocates that hug so fucking hard. <sighs> You're way better at this. I'm very weak. Don't worry about it. Oh, that's right. I can still breathe. <laughs> Man, not the first time Tess has come ridiculously close to death. Yeah. She's probably starting to get used to it a little bit. Yeah, honestly, it's super, super easy at this point. She, like, glances over expecting to see a piranha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sighs of relief all around the table, even from myself. Oh. That was close. That was so close. That was close. Oh. But there you guys are in my diamond mine, my dwarven diamond mine. I remember before bear attack, you guys were basically trying to figure out not if you should long rest, but where to long rest. That is really... I think the the discussion that needs to be had at this point, if I remember right, yeah. you guys are tapped. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You're four hours away from Martira Bay with a fairly dangerous road, so we feel like that's not a good option right now. Mm-hmm. Like it really is a matter of where the hell are you laying down your heads? I remember there there was that like fun, weird, semicircular round room that. Uh, was sort of like the Dwarven Lounge. I would love to take whatever non-covered-in goblin and dwarf guts, pillows we can, and everything comfortable, put it in that uh, chief engineer's room, because it seems the closest to whatever, uh, and the most secure room. But also, if while doing that, we let our most savvy trackers make sure we're not leaving tracks to there. That's what Lenar suggests to the party. So go to rest in which room? The chief engineer or the the lounge? Rest in chief engineer's room. Because that's sort of why we were going past the bear in the first place. Yeah. But uh, of all the rooms we've seen so far, uh, it's the strongest. It doesn't have a fireball trap as it's... uh, (laughs) As far as we know. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. There's a door. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's a door that's not a mimic, we think. Uh, <laughs> so far. <laughs> it's been playing the long con, baby. Yeah, yeah we, it gives us the most comfortable yet defensible spot of this entire mine. And between uh, watches, before one person taps out, we should go and see where the shroud is. Yeah, I mean, what time of day is it anyway? Like, we don't actually know when the shroud moves, just overnight sometime. Yeah, you do know it moves, yeah, overnight from what you've heard. Every time the time party of, long rests. <laughs> <laughs> as far as uh, time of day, if you remember, you guys actually first entered the mine at like three in the morning. I've done a, a decent amount of spelunking at this point, uh, but currently it's like, oh, maybe an hour or two before lunch. Like, it's, yeah. it's you know, you're tapped out need to rest but only because you woke up so incredibly early this morning that's true we're night shift yeah i definitely pulled a night shift last night for sure nice okay um but yeah it's still still always worth like keeping an eye out yep um 
Yeah, I I agree that that's that's probably the safest place. There's not really anywhere to fall back to, but it's definitely the most secure location. I agree. Mm-hmm. We've got we've got two ways to run. One is the uh, you know mush dwarf <laughs> uh, that we know is a dead end, or another towards the the mine or the wilderness. So if something does come after us, but like, yeah, nobody stole this guy's greater healing or superior healing potion up until us. So it seemed uh, a pretty solid spot. And with all the keys and that quality of door, maybe we can lock it. I ask. Hey, we the can universe. Least- Hello, universe. Is that me? That's you. <laughs> you don't have to suck up anymore. Colin's alive. Oh, okay. And, uh, You're my well, in universe, case, baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in that case, we're just going to put Tess's body at the... Uh, yeah. the you beat my door. hair I'm alive! <laughs> and go back to abusing the DM. <laughs> I don't think it was locked, or was... I, I, no, yeah, I don't think it was I, locked. I don't think it was. It wasn't locked, but I'm I'm asking if it's capable of... You can certainly, locked. like, there was plenty of... There's a big old desk. Like, you could mm, bar the door yeah. with no issues whatsoever. There's a desk that wasn't a mimic. Got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's... I mean... I say we just bar the door and, and, and rest. We'll take watches regardless, but I think the idea of checking the mists... I mean... What's going to happen? The mists come in and we're going to stop our long rest and try and traverse the mists while not having the benefits of one. We're having the long rest regardless of what the mists do. Push comes to shove. We have a fuck ton of diamonds. Um, You with your talismans and us with our talents can get us ideally back to Darkon unless anybody's having weird thoughts again. And the only downside is the time. I wish we had a pocket full of Spuma Vitae, but if uh, the mists happen to cut our path off from that, we're still coming in more powerful to whatever moves have happened on the chessboard. So you're saying you still want to go out, like back to the crossroads? Lenar wants to go to the crossroads no, to see where no, the shroud no, is currently? I mean, it's between rest, like when we, when we do the shift change, is it'd be nice to have a view if it cuts us off from exiting the mine because even if we get a full rest all that extra time of having to go through the mists not necessarily hitting Darkon again I think that would just scramble everything we're trying to accomplish it wouldn't be good no so Lenara seems the most healthy in Hale even without her spells right now she's more than willing to take the first watch I want us to peek out where it is now. And then, you know, if it, if it's a couple of hours and we switch off to somebody else. Sure. Well, as far as like, I'm just to, this may be to, to help you out a little bit with the decision. The bear fight didn't happen that far from the entrance. You can oh, peek exactly. out now. And from the mouth of the cave, you like don't even see the shroud. It's as far as you know, it's still way back at the intersection. You guys did go check it. Like, after Merlin disappeared, you went to, like, run off to see where he was, mm-hmm. and you could tell that it moved in quite a bit uh, overnight last night, but you don't see it any closer than where it, it was, was then, so yeah, as far as you know, it hasn't, it hasn't yeah, moved still again. several hundred feet away from the... Yeah, exactly, yeah. And weren't weren't the people of Darkon saying it usually moves, like, maybe a few inches every night, and the fact that it made that big jump, maybe it's done it for the night? For whatever happened with Merlin. Maybe it's done it. Yeah, exactly. 
So I think I think we're okay for now. I just I just want to go to sleep. I just love to keep an eye on it between uh, shift changes. Just okay, better fine. safe yeah, than just, sorry. Yeah. If nothing else. I will certainly help you in that endeavor. I appreciate it. In case Merlin keeps coming back and goes, oh, shoot, I left my booze bottle back in the mists. And he keeps making booze runs. <laughs> All right, so we'll shack up in the chief engineer room and bed down. Lenara's got first watch. Who wants to take second? Slash raises Slash like second. I'll take third and Tess, you want to take the last one? I mean, I only need four hours of rest. I can take whatever you need. She can take she- three and four. Okay, if if you're okay with that, yeah, sure. Okay, so um, should so should I assume that you guys don't want to bar the door then anymore, so that you can kind of no, like go outside every now and again and recheck the entrance? No, I I just want to check it every like two or three hours when we so like do unbar a shift the, change. every every shift change. You yeah. like move the desk, pick up the desk. Go, okay, sure. Both both yeah. people go gotcha. out, yeah, yeah, and then we pass the baton. I gotcha. Just before we head out there, uh, or as we're heading down towards the chief engineer's office, uh, Tess will just have this contemplative look at Salash. She'll make eye contact, reach down to her pouch, take out a dart, and just drop it on the ground. The cold, cold look at Salash. Turn away and move on to the front of the group. What's that mean? (laughs) Salash... Rolls his eyes, but sighs audibly and reaches and picks up the dart and carries on. It means she doesn't trust him at all. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Tess is like, she's in a bad way. She's like still in a, like a cold sweat from all of this. And she's like noticeably quiet for a lot of the setup of this uh, us making camp. Eight darts. <laughs> <laughs> some tensions as you lay down some bedding in the chief engineer's office. Any other conversations? Does Slash go try to make amends and we talk about anything at all? Slash <laughs> um, uh, catches up with Tess and, and goes to hand her the dart that she dropped. I realize I'm still not very good at this. If there's something that I learned in a very visceral fashion just now, is that as much as it might pain you to hear this, and as much as it might even seem bizarre to me, I still need you. Really? I don't mean that in a pragmatic, greater in numbers thing, as much as... That is still something that is important. You have become the only person that has even remotely entertained the idea of educating me in things that I don't quite understand, even if it's in a visceral and brutal fashion that is necessary to me. And he looks at the dart in his hand. Sometimes you must spoil the child, but certainly not to spare the rod. He gestures a little bit more aggressively with the with the dart as if you should take it. Waiting desperately, almost, to see if you will. Tess will sort of like be looking at the dart. Not going to make eye contact with you. And says, 
From what we just saw, it appears that Lenara still needs me much more than you do, Silash. Believe me, I made a decision in that moment. And in fact, when the roles were reversed with the Roper, I told you to run. And you didn't do that either. I'm not sure what you would have expected me to do here. Had my plan succeeded, it would have worked out for the better of us both. My intentions are not to see you fall to some sort of paltry creature like that. However, I realize the fragility of what it is we're playing at. Then then what are your intentions, Slash? Are your intentions to bleed us all dry so you can rule the mists with your fucking tattoo? Slash sort of, you know, shakes his head. No, no, no. I'm realizing very quickly, if I had it my way, I would prefer not to interact with people at all. However, I want to learn these things and know these things and come to understand these things because I know that, selfishly, yes, I can be something more than I am. But I can't do that without you, without Ladara, without without Lustra, or even without Merlin although it seems even he is gone now. Tess stiffens up and is like, don't say his name. Don't do it. Just don't, okay? Look, we can travel the mists now. We're going to find him. Are we? Yeah. Are we? How can you say that for sure? Your father was not able to save Simon, and he had much more experience than you, and he had Van Richten in his prime helping him. How can you say... That these mists haven't just taken away someone who means very much to all of us. Yes, the mists have taken them away, I agree. Right? But the fact that we've managed to get out of, you know, that asylum, the fact that we've managed to get to Darkon, look at all of we have achieved, and we've only known each other for how long? And we're already on the level of Van Richten in his prime and my father, what took them years to achieve? Look, all of, whether we like it or not, all of us are a fantastic team, and we need to recognize that. And I feel like if we can all get on the same page, stares at Slash, <laughs> that a, that it would be we could get a frightening amount done. That's the thing you say, though. We are not a team. I would love for us to be, but we are still four individuals, re- nay five, or however that works. Recently five, now four individuals with the same goals. Almost, we're not a team. We are not. We are not cohesive. We are not a unit. There is no talk. There is no strategy. We are surviving based purely on our strengths, which God love all of us. And how much of this is we want the people around us or we need? I'll say this. You just saw me almost break down with Tess dying. Salash, you have come leaps and bounds, but there's still shadows. And I would love to help you branch out from your, your race, your upbringing, your, your knowledge, your, your training, your teaching, whatever you want to become. If that's true and not a lie, I look at you and I see somebody similar. We're both charming and i mean that as a compliment (laughs) but we're both charming and i mean that as an insult (laughs) we have the ability 
to manipulate people. You even more so based on how you're twisting the magics and nether around you. If your goal is truly aligned with us, then I would love to help you. But I can't trust anything coming out of your mouth that's not doublespeak. I'm not saying we're going to bury you in rocks. And I'm not saying I'm going to make you my saint. You just have the hardest hill to climb amongst everybody. And I'd rather tell you that. If it was you in that bear's mouth, I'd save you just as quickly. Probably not give you as hard a hug. (laughs) Salash, once again, his face sort of has a moment of recognition. And he looks to Tess, looks looks to Lenara. I understand. I know that my intentions sometimes seem enigmatic. But I would like to think that I've nothing if not blunt. I don't pretend to hide what I'm trying to do. I know it may seem that way because I am still trying to discover them myself. I would love to help you do that. I just want you to know. I look at it this way. You are aware of cats. You know, occasionally they have claws. I've seen cats lick lemons and it's hilarious. (laughs) I want to know how genuine your reaction to that lemon is without fear of knowing that you're just waiting to claw me while you flail around with a lemon in your mouth. Slash looks at the dart in his hand. That, fortunately, is a lesson that Tess has taught to me quite well. However, if there's anybody I feel that could teach me more about these things, aside from the hard teacher of Tess, or perhaps the more pragmatic of yourself, you all have an affinity for Van Richten. It would be remiss of me not to ask him questions on these topics. I feel like his knowledge is something we can all agree is something impressive. You can see him sort of, you know squint and shake his head for a minute although it still bothers me and and you can see him actually getting a little bit more animated now like like this is very uncharacteristic what is so special about van richten i mean honestly what everything that's special about him came from a book or came from his training same as any of us i i i still struggle to understand the 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 adoration, the joy, the, the, the absolute ends of the actual mists and earths and realms that we are going for this man. Yes, he has done great many things, but so have we. So given that, have we? Given that all life, as I'm sure you have already stated, is relatively the same. If I was in that bear's mouth, you would have saved me the same as Tess. What makes Van Richten so special? Where are you from, Salash? I am from Jolt. Who is your culture's hero? Gods and other various creatures of high, pure, well, I shouldn't say pure blood, but high abominations, creatures of... Tell me the names. I may have read them in books or have heard them myself. So at this point, he would, you know, reel off the names of various Iwanti gods. Uh, I think the big one for him is it's Seth, like with two S's in the front. Would Lenara, with her time in Chult, have known... I, I meant more not gods, more gods among men. Oh, gods among men kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think what you would know about the Wanti culture at the very least is that 
like among Wan Ti culture, basically like the more you look like a snake, the 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 better the better you are. The more high standing you have and I mean, so I said in episode one, and you can tell by looking at him that Slash looks very, very human aside from a few little snake like features. features and shoes <laughs> and, and those shoes. snake skin boots, <laughs> sandals. <laughs> Sorry, sandals. <laughs> There's Dendar and yeah, Seth, and Dendar is kind of like the uh, Dendar and the Night Serpent is probably kind of their big, yeah, that's, elder evil. But that's a that's definitely a god, a deity. So I'm not. Yeah, uh, Lenara would have used it as hyperbole. She would have been like, not necessarily throughout all of the realms, but where we are. Van Richten is to us as Dendar is to you. You have to recognize right. that, yes, when it comes to all life, life is a bit more equal, but you also have to take into consideration the purpose and achievements and accomplishments also and how they've affected those around them through those actions helps give them a particular standing with everyone around them. Van Richten, I can tell just by how Lenara is with Van Richten, that he knows a lot. He's got a lot from the fact that he's experienced all these things in the mists. He's become an authority because he knows all of those things. And that authority is respected. That authority is why he's so important. That authority is what we need. That authority is why we're going through all of this. Allow me to put this into a term you will understand. What has he traded? We are making the trade right now. We talk about a buyer in a seller's market. Right now, we need to buy into healing him, and then we can hopefully he'll sell us his knowledge. Because that's the only game in town. That's the trade. So that's what a huffs. I like to think somewhere around this point, it's time to like shift change and someone has to very noisily and awkwardly move <laughs> the desk away from the front door. That's his bar. <laughs> that scene in Men in Black. <laughs> taking the test. <laughs> T- Tess is like, I'm the angriest. But <laughs> you know what? She's just dragging it. <laughs> There's no awkward. She's just dragging. And then you go out there, check the, the shroud hasn't moved in any closer. You come back in and have to re-drag it back <laughs> to block the door again. One-handed, just staring at all of us in the eyes. We have to make the trade of air! <laughs> just in case the grinding of the desk wasn't awkward enough. <laughs> It's about this time, I think, that uh, a little black tattoo comes creeping up the neck of Slash pretty close to his ear and says something to Slash, not in a whisper, though, you know, in a hushed tone, but not trying to hide what he's saying at all. Gloss just shows up in the form of uh, like a laughing serpent. Uh, and if it was a bear tattoo, I would have yelled. <laughs> oh, tattoo of a cave bear eating Tess is how he shows up. And basically laughs and kind of scoffs at the idea of, I guess, comparing Van Richten to Dendar or any other Juan T heroes, if you will. Uh, and just says to Slash, says, hey, uh, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Sorry I haven't checked in in a while. Uh, 
but sounds like uh, there's still some trust issues. So I say, fuck it. Tell them. Just tell them. Tell them what we really think. Adenda and all them other wanty gods. The high-ups. Slash sort of, you know, takes a deep breath in, a deep breath out. To put it lightly, I think that they're a sham. I think that they are worthless creatures of vanity, and I think that their worship is absolutely and otherwise overblown and unnecessary. When you say worthless creature of vanity, Tess just smirks at you. (laughs) (laughs) Do not misunderstand me. I recognize their importance in my culture, and I think it's no secret either that this is part of the reason why I'm here and not back there. Why I'm searching through libraries of forbidden knowledge of my people and wondering what's going on. Why I consider consistently attempt to learn more about this other side of myself. Dendar and Seth and all these other creatures and wanty of note. Much like I ask of Van Richt and what have they traded? And frankly, it has been they've been writing checks with other people's blood. At the end of the day, I do want to distance myself from that. I want to show that I am better than that. But I cannot do so again on the merits of my words alone. And this is what I am learning. This is what I am finding out. And this is what I am unfortunately trialing here. Lenara's face just lights up and she, I'm going to say 60, eh, 70% respect, 30% jab, but with like a, 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 very much hint of reverence and acknowledgement is like oh my god Salash I thought you came to us as a foreign scholar but you're an angsty teen and or 20 something doing your traveling and uh, rebelling against your establishment that's what you are I thought you were just here to learn more but you're effectively on your own little crusade to say fuck you to the, the everything that's raised you. Salash's face sort of screws up for a minute. Sort of, you know, like it's- I imagine this is the meme where there's like that loading screen <laughs> on his face and there's the hourglass that's turning and he's like, is that what's happening? <laughs> it's like, 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 like to put it in the modern equivalent, you're, you're the one traveling fucking and Europe I- taking Instagram pics. You even have your own fucking weird tattoo that you got. <laughs> Am I backpacking through Europe with a trilby? Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. You, <laughs> you're, you're year off yeah. between high school and your university. <laughs> yeah. And she lets you know, like, where I was, long story short, I was I was doing my schooling. Um, I w- I wanted to to learn, and I I got to this certain point, and I had so many questions myself. Uh, and then because of my magical awakening, that's when I met Van Richten, and all of this shit began. And she's never she's never lied to you guys. She's never hidden things per se, but she definitely didn't show it off. Hearing what you're saying, it's an amount of, okay, you're not here as a um, scribe, per se. You're you're more a tourist. And, like, you, you kind of presented it early on, but before she assumed you were just like, oh, I don't know what's going on with this culture. But you're like, no, fuck all cultures. Where the fuck am I? Is sort of where she's seeing yeah. you. 
Slash sort of, again, that loading screen sort of passes <laughs> in that moment of recognition. I suppose that would be the case. And I make, I suppose it would be prudent of me to make some apologies for my gaps in in decorum, I guess you could say. However, the quickest way to learn is often through painful experience. Unfortunately, that has been both inflicted upon you, as it has been, and then he looks down at his arm that should be there, but is now a prosthetic, as it has been on me. I know that trust isn't something that's easily traded back, and he stares at Lustra. However, I know that even if it may take painful strides to get there, it is not without my own personal merit. Okay. I'm not lying when I say I need you. I need but you to help me. Well, yeah, better. but would you? And then this where we're full disclosure, <laughs> safe space, healing circle. When you say I'm not lying, I also hear I'm not telling the full truth. Says the person who makes an entire personality and persona for the realm of Waterdeep. Oh yes, a hundred percent. I know exactly what I am and what's going on. I'm letting you know the translation because I can translate it to. All of the people I've seen, your ability to say these things is a lot more troublesome. There's a lot more friction. Friction would be the word. I didn't think I'd be drawn into the domains of dread. Uh, Thus, the dual persona. If we were drawn into the domains of dread, the moment we stepped on the blue dolphin... You would have seen Lenara from the start, and you wouldn't know of Stiletto. That's what happens at home. And I know the people I have to deal with and how to come across them. I feel you are trying to learn that, and it's not as smooth as you intend, but my my fear is it's exactly as smooth as you intend but if it's not you have three people in a weird dwarven mine in a weird plane of existence that at least can give you some better advice seems like it's been too short before a uh, shift change but again a desk (laughs) (laughs) reaches across the floor Tess is just like I have a trance I don't have to do anything (laughs) I'm just like sitting cross-legged on top of the desk while people are screeching it across (laughs) it's like it's like meditating under a waterfall just remove all distractions (laughs) lift with your legs (laughs) but uh, as we're screeching it back and everyone's in the room uh, and we're Finishing that little tidbit, um, Tess, eyes still not open, still cross-legged, will say, I must admit I am impressed. You're, uh, you're very pitiful when you want to be, aren't you? By giving us the gift of a little grain of truth, it seems that we are resolved for now, huh? I want to know one thing. Why do the two of you have to keep your goals in the same line. You guys knew we were here when we were on the mercy. You knew what was happening. I heard the two of you talking. That little tattoo said as long as you kept going in his train of thought, he would not have to get involved. 
How would he get in- How would you get involved, Gloss? I mean, look, it's complicated. It's hard. Oh, then enlighten me. Well, I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard sharing the, a husk with another mind, if you will. How else are we supposed to do this? I die, he dies, he dies, I die. Makes things a hell of a lot easier for agendas line up. And so far, they always have. Look, I also lash can use a lot of words sometimes. But I like to be a little bit more blunt. Dendar, Seth, Van Richten, Ezra. In my opinion... I don't see why they deserve worship any more than you, or Lenara, Salash, or me. What makes people so special? Me and Salash were just trying to figure that out. If that's not good enough for you, I don't know what to tell you. Acknowledgement is not necessarily worship, Gloss. I acknowledge... Ezra's power, I very much acknowledge Van Richten's knowledge. So maybe you're one of the smart ones, but they all got their worshippers. Oh, for sure. Who, I ask, would be in the same grouping for you? Van Richten's my teacher. Ezra is the guardian of the mists. Those are the two people I'm personally most intertwined with. What about yourself? You missed my point. I don't want nothing to do with any of them. I see your point, and I want to know which ones are at the top of your list that you don't want anything to do with. All of them. <laughs> All of them, yes. Well, oh, it's a thousand-way tie for first place. Damn right it is. Ah, well, all right. Still good to know. Of course. Well, you don't have to respect or like something to know that it has power. I mean, these mists. Why do you think we are all here? Do you think it was just some sort of happenstance, some sort of coincidence? Some sort of coincidence that Merlin is no longer with us? Hey, look, all I'm saying, I get it. I get what you're saying. Some gods are maybe more stronger than others. Whatever. My point is that none of them deserve any more worship than anyone else in this room. And perhaps that is why we need to... Align ourselves with Van Richten, because it seems that in this whole horrific experience, he is the only one that I have seen to actually fight back against the wills of the mists and all of these other great powers with any sort of success. Couldn't agree more. I mean, look at us. Why do you think we are here? Hmm? Because we just randomly were all in the same spot. We just randomly just found ourselves on the way to Van Richten, just randomly were a single group of people with the exact abilities to rescue him from that place? I don't think that anything that we have done has been our own choice yet. Does all seem pretty curious, doesn't it? That's why, like I said, I think we should heal that old man up. He seems to have a lot of answers. Let's get him out of his head Acknowledgement and worship comes from accomplishment. It comes from things that can be derived from power, one could argue, especially when it comes to the divine. But it's however you come across it, through knowledge, through power, 
through helping other people, subjugating other people as he looks at right at Gloss, wherever he's manifested. The point is, is that you get value from those kinds of feats, those accomplishments. And that's why people happen to, as you might say, worship or acknowledge that, that, that be, to be able to drive that purpose and unify people in that purpose creates value, something and people worship and trade of that to have that same purpose. That's why some people are worshipped and some people are not. In regards to who gets worshipped or not, that's based on what you can achieve. Anybody can do that. You're right. To your point, Gloss, you slash me, Tess, Lenar, anyone in this cave can do that. But people don't have that kind of... It's not common to have that kind of force of will, power, whatever means necessary to have such achievements. We, we don't have that thing to trade. Can we get that? Maybe. But... If you're wondering why someone's more worthy than another, it's because of their accomplishments. And you can see that in any history book. Hey, you brought up books. He is one. <laughs> I like books. <laughs> hey, are you comparing me to my cousin? <laughs> what the hell, man? I like sexy books. It's Thanksgiving all over again. And I'm just saying, is if we all happen to stop acting as individuals and, and as a team, we could probably achieve a lot together if we all happen to align ourselves. Who knows what it could be? I personally happen to trust all of you guys because we've all been at the brink of death and on death's door and we still keep bringing each other back. Is it for the sake of survival? To me, it doesn't matter at this point. I think we're all, all of us are invested enough that we're willing to have each other's backs and what we can achieve with the collective skill sets that we have. Maybe it might get that thing that you're looking for, for acknowledgement or worship or whatever. So I think it's in all of our best interest to stick together. I couldn't agree more. I think, uh, like you said, we all we all share the same goal right now. Why complicate things with these petty arguments? I'm glad we all see eye to eye. And he's like, right. He scoots <laughs> up to. Uh, we, we all stare at him. <laughs> turns into an eye. <laughs> oh, thank you. Turns into an eye, and then kind of goes up uh, to Salash's ears, like it's our turn to move the desk. Come help me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean you help me. <laughs> Just know that that doesn't happen unless all five of us, and I'm including Merlin, is here. Can't uh, hear you moving a desk. I'm pretty sure we can move a desk ourselves. We don't need Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> I just sit and watch the two of them. Slash and his tattoo struggle to move a desk. <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, we were... Pretty well-oiled machine on the at Merlin, right? Hmm? We all looked out for each other. We were looking out, looking out for him, even though he had his problems. He opened up to us. He was grateful to all of us for everything we had done for him, and we were grateful for everything he had done for us. I am grateful to all of you that I am still here. But what guarantee can you give me that I will not wake up to find one of you uh, that one of you has run off into the mists? And just been taken for no reason. Well, we don't know why Merlin left. We don't. I mean, Merlin was going through a lot. We don't know if he'll stay. We can determine that, you know, based on the tracks and stuff, he was chased. I'm pretty sure he didn't. He didn't do it because he wanted to. And he made he made a choice. And are, are we good at looking after each other? We're not as good as we would like to be. Right. But that doesn't mean that the thought isn't there, that the feelings aren't there. I mean, I'm, and Luster kind of pauses for a second, 
We're all hurting from the fact that we lost Merlin. Don't talk to me about loss. My point being is that it may not, I may not be feeling maybe what you're feeling, but I'm still feeling something. All of us are feeling something. Just believe that we're all having some kind of experience here and that we can all be in agreement that we're having an experience. And that while I can't give you any guarantees, what I can guarantee is that we can try. And that's all I'm trying. That's all I'm getting across is that we are going to try. Merlin's footsteps seem to have conviction and walk into the mist. It kept whatever keeper of those in the black armor and cloak away from us. I get the feeling it was his conviction as opposed to seeing him dragged into the mist or just his corpse left on the road. If there's one thing that Merlin absolutely is, it's stubborn as an ass. Also a drunk. (laughs) But it is that exact conviction, I think, that has allowed him to survive and to be as memorable as he is. I fear for those chasing him on the other side of the mist. Assuming it's one decapitation at the end of battle. Um, (laughs) Because his sword has shaky as... The handle is, the blade seems to strike true when he wants it to. We just believe in him. We just believe that he's fine. We believe that the right decision was made. Does it have to be a right decision? A decision was made. We've all been taken by the mists, and who's to say he wasn't just taken again? Does Do either of you speak Elvin? Uh, uh, slash, uh, nope. Um, uh, Lenar will say, in Elvin, to Tess... Is this about Simon? Tess, like, looks away. She'll quickly zip back to common and say, Well, yes, you you are taking more of the uh, blows in melee combat, uh, but I think we're still a well-oiled team. Uh, that being said, I get the feeling once we accomplish our little fetch quest, we will find the answers to all of our questions. And I, for one, feel Merlin has left us, but it is still a similar goal that he's pursuing. Uh, Tess cuts you off, and I don't want to blow out the mic, uh, but she's yelling. Simon spent his whole life in the mists to keep him safe. And we were with, with Merlin for two weeks less, and he's already gone. He's already lost to us. What was the point of Merlin even getting to safety in the first place? Am I that much worse of a protector? Are any of us? You're Shadowborn. It means something. I had less than a month with Simon before he died. I could have had decades. But everyone thought... That it was important enough to keep this little child safe. So instead, I got to be known as the woman who went crazy after her lover left her after the war. For decades. And then I had a moment of joy, and then the last thing he told me was a warning about this place. And even though he warned me, there's nothing I could do. I was in a trance, and sleeping in Merlin just walked away. 
do you think that Simon didn't think about you the entire time? Do you think that Simon's choices weren't just for you, but for everyone else around you? Tess, I love you like a sister, like a, like 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 the family I haven't met. But speaking of family I haven't met, do you want to talk about my mother, who I've barely seen, my father who is distant? If we're talking about people in our lives, at least the person you knew and loved came back to you. At least there was a name for it. At least they didn't desert you. We don't know why Merlin left. He might still come back and Every single sacrifice that Simon made for you, for us, for all of us, for Merlin, for the world, for Darkon, for the prime material plane. I am sorry that you had to go through two decades of tragedy and despair. But I see in you the soldier. I see in you the person who is willing to take that burden for somebody, so many people else. You are that mercy I see inside you. And it sucks and it hurts. And I would love to see you put that burden, put that hurt, put that on that that pain on the people who are hunting the Shadowborn, the people who are who kept Simon from you. He made that choice out of love, not because he was forced to. Van Richten treated me like I didn't exist. Treated me like I'm nothing. And it hurt. And I was able to suck it up. He might be dead when we get back. But knowing you had that that glimpse, that moment of Simon being able to look in your eyes, smile at you, and brush the hair out of your face before he passed, I'm just hoping I'm able to have that moment to be able to say goodbye to somebody for once. Some pretty heavy stuff. It's about this time that we hear Galas and Slash very awkwardly putting the desk <laughs> back in front of the front door. And it and takes go, twice as long with a negative strength modifier. Uh, <laughs> a a long, long, awkward moment. And during that time, Gloss forms into a tattoo that says, see you next week. Oh! <laughs> how long have you been holding on to that one? <laughs> Isn't that impressive? About 60 seconds. <laughs> Some beautiful cursive. <laughs> Wait, why does your tattoo say See you next Tuesday Wait a minute <laughs>